the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So today is September the 7th, which means you have two days to plan your day so that you are not caught in the backwash of Joe Biden's visit to Intel's opening on Friday. As he's coming, and it's going to be a nightmare. Traffic on the uh, east side of Columbus, out in the Licking County, Orange Township area. Uh, it's always a nightmare. On the interstates, Outer Belt, whatever freeway the president is on. So just be aware. Uh, and you know, this is a real dilemma for Ohio Democratic Senate candidate Tim Ryan because he's allergic to appearing with Joe Biden on a campaign stage. Yet, there's so much credit to be unjustly claimed by Tim Ryan for actually doing something to have anything remotely to do with Intel coming to Ohio. He can, I mean, he's playing the whole jobs card and the whole, like, I'm a Trump guy card. And so, you know, with Intel coming to Ohio... And building five factories out there. Uh, Ryan cannot resist. He's hoping against hope that he can show up for the groundbreaking and not be pictured anywhere near Joe Biden or caught, you know, shaking Biden's hand or anything like that. That would be bad for Tim Ryan because Joe Biden's not popular in Ohio. Uh, but Ryan will be here. And the thing about Tim Ryan is that he's had a 20 year record in Congress which has uh, proven to be somewhat of a problem for him as he runs for Senate. I had forgotten that Tim Ryan actually ran for president in 2020. Remember, he ran for president. He was like out there running for president very early on in the process because I think he dropped out before Kamala dropped out. I'm pretty sure he dropped out before Kamala, which... That is the very def definition of running a failed campaign if you don't last as long as Kamala Harris. But Ryan was around long enough to participate in one of the debates, the B-team debate, where he's on the record talking about electric cars. And he's talking about electric cars in a way that makes him sound now problematically devoted to green energy. You've heard, I'm sure, that California is banning the sale of gas cars coming up in the next few years. They want no gas cars to be sold in California, which is just a stupid policy that has no chance of working. Because, again, Democrats, the phrase an inch deep and a mile wide was invented for Democrats. Oh, gas prices are high. You know what? Here's my Pete Buttigieg impression. If everybody drove an electric car, you wouldn't have to pay for gas. Yeah. 
thank you, Mayor Pete. Go fill some potholes, please. Or, you know, take a, take another maternity leave. California right now is restricting people's use of their air conditioning in a heat wave because they don't have the robust electrical grid to support people plugging in or using their air conditioning or plugging in their cars. They're telling them not to charge their what few electric cars they have. So in this presidential debate in 2019, Bernie Sanders, amid bites of tapioca, was talking about how we have to get rid of electric cars. No, we have to get rid of gas cars. Sorry, I got, I got my Bernie impression mixed up. And Bernie cited 2050 as a time where we get rid of electric cars, get rid of gas cars. See, my Freudian desire to get rid of this electric car nonsense is showing through my commentary. Ryan said after that debate, I hope we don't have to wait until 2050 to get rid of gas cars. The way things are moving, Senator Sanders and I got into this debate a little bit. He was like banning gas cars in 2040. In my mind, in all honesty, it's okay, great, whatever. But if we're waiting for 2040 to get rid of gas vehicles, we're doing something terribly wrong. Ooh, that's a quote that's going to come up in the October 12th debate between J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, if Ryan chose. Tim Ryan advocating for the end of gas cars by 2040. I don't think that's an Ohio, widely Ohio-held opinion. Uh, J.D. Vance says he does not support gas vehicle bans. The California standard would go into effect by 2035. J.D. Vance is also not anti-electric car. He wants... Ohio Industries to have the freedom to explore electric cars, hydrogen cars, whatever else there are. And Ryan is going to tout the Lordstown Motor Plant where they're making, or soon to be making, the electric endurance pickup truck. Okay. Whatever. We'll see. Have you priced pickup trucks lately? You can't get a decent pickup truck new for under fifty grand. You can't. And an electric pickup truck, which, by the way, trucks are are workhorses, okay? You need to have a truck not die on you because it ran out of electricity. It's just nonsense to me. People are this is this is a style thing. Look at my look at my souped up electric pickup truck. Okay. Tim Ryan is gonna have to run from supporting the bipartisan infrastructure deal that gave us historic forty year highs in inflation. He backed the Democrats. Of course he did. He's a Democrat. He backed the health care and climate package. You say, wait, I don't remember a health care and climate package, Bruce. This is how the media is now referring to what was then referred to as the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act. It's no longer the Inflation Reduction Act. Why? Because it was never going to reduce inflation and they knew it. But if they called it the Health Care and Climate Act, nobody was going to vote for it. And by vote, I don't mean actually have a vote, because every Democrat, like Ryan, was going to vote for it. I mean, vote with like, yeah, I give that my approval. Yeah, I give that my thumbs up. Yeah, I, I advocate for that. No, nobody would if it was climate and health care. Wait, we're in the middle of inflation. Why are we spending three quarters of a trillion dollars for health care and climate? Don't worry. Don't worry. It's the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, Ryan will tout the rebates you're going to get for buying an electric vehicle, $7,500. I've told you 
that in the in the immediate aftermath of that being a part of the <laughs> Inflation Reduction Act, Ford raised its prices on electric vehicles by right around $7,000. So guess what? You give student loan forgiveness for 10 grand, guess what? Colleges are going to raise their cost by 10 grand. You give a tax credit for an electric vehicle, guess what? Manufacturers are going to raise the price of the electric vehicle. Research shows that driving electric vehicles would reduce carbon emissions in most of the world. But environmental concerns persist over the fossil fuels that sustain electric grids. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, A rare sentence of honesty in a story written by Haley B. Miller, the Columbus Dispatch USA Today resident assassin of all things Republican. Yes. Fossil fuels are needed to generate the electricity that you say the cars will use to not use fossil fuels. And the more electric cars you have, the more electricity you need. And the more electricity you need, the more fossil fuels you will need to create that electricity. This all seems like a game of environmental merry-go-round to me. We feel so much better about driving electric cars because they're electric. Where does the electricity come from? It comes from the plug in the wall. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Now, where does it really come from? Where does the plug in the wall get its electricity? Oh, gee, I never thought about that. Ah, it gets it from a substation. And where does the substation get its electricity? Oh, it comes from a coal generating plant. Or a generating plant with some other source of power, which will be a fossil fuel. Yeah. So... Uh, Ryan and Vance, I look forward to that debate. I think J.D. will do very well. Uh, J.D. Vance and President Trump will be in Youngstown this weekend. I do admire going right into the belly of the beast. That's Ryan's backyard. And uh, Trump will be heckled probably. But, you know, taking heckling Trump at a Trump rally, I wouldn't advise it. I wouldn't advise it. Uh, By the way, the other day Joe Biden uh, foreshadowed his... 2024 campaign slogan. Did you hear it? Uh, I will play it for you next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So Joe Biden's been out on the campaign trail. He's been to Pennsylvania a lot because he's trying to get uh, John Fetterman elected to the Senate because the Senate seat in Pennsylvania, they have a retiring senator like we do in Ohio. We have Rob Portman. He's a Republican. They have Pat Toomey. He's a Republican. Uh, They know Ryan, Tim Ryan, has no chance of beating J.D. Vance. Well, he has a chance, but he doesn't have much of a chance. Not as much of a chance as the lurch-like figure, John Fetterman, who's tatted up and always is wearing a hoodie to his campaign appearances and can, in the aftermath of a stroke, uh, he struggles to put two words together. So Biden is in Pennsylvania a lot. And he got heckled the other day. And, you know, they discovered penicillin by accident. A lot of things. I think Thomas uh, Edison, didn't he discover the telephone by accident? I think he was working on it, but he wasn't quite sure he had it. And he said, you know, something to his assistant and his assistant heard it over the line. So sometimes things can come from uh, unintended sources. And I think... Joe Biden may have stumbled upon 
the very best campaign slogan he can possibly come up with for 2024 uh, at this campaign rally the other day. Here it is. Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. See, I mean, that's probably the best comeback he has. Why are gas prices so high compared to when you took office? Why is our southern border wide open? Why do we have fentanyl everywhere? Now rainbow fentanyl, tricking kids into eating uh, deadly drugs when they think it's candy. Why do we have no standing on the world stage? Why? Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. Biden, 2024. Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. There you go. That's it. That's the winner. Far be it from me to help Joe Biden. But at any rate, uh, that's my recommendation. Go with that, Joe. Honesty is the best policy. Look, look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. There you go. Okay. Now, as for uh, the aforementioned John Fetterman. Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. No, 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 Joe. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Here's John Fetterman. On the stage in Pennsylvania, this guy's running ahead of Dr. Oz in the polls. Please understand the stakes in this race. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey, excuse me, in D.C. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here. And when I leave tonight, I got three miles away, Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey. You've got a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's painful to listen to, okay? That's painful to listen to in the same way that it's painful to watch Joe Biden stumble around on stage and try to shake the hand of an imaginary person. What is it with Democrats that they are so married to power that they would disadvantage people who are cognitively ill-equipped to do the jobs that their handlers push them out to the front to run and get. Joe Biden, John Fetterman. Now, Dr. Oz is getting better at campaigning. Saw him on Brett Baer last night. What's the creepy, goofy lighting? Was that Biden's advanced op team ops team that lit dr oz last night his skin was like a weird color and so was the background but his content was pretty good and i think dr oz makes a huge mistake in not running right into the middle of john fetterman saying he's got nine homes you bet i do I got nine homes because I came here as the son of an immigrant and I became a world famous heart surgeon and I've earned everything I've got. And I'm living proof the American dream is real. Run right into it. That's absolutely the response Dr. Oz should use. Instead of, like, he dodged a question last night from Brett Bear. What about the nine homes? Yeah, I got nine homes. Yeah, I got nine homes. And I've paid for every one of them. I'm donating my salary back to the United States of America if I become a senator. Run right into the center of that. Now, Dr. Oz is closing on Fetterman. And Fetterman started in politics as the mayor of some 2,000 or less village. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Nothing wrong with that. The problem is that while mayor of the village in PA with less than 2,000 people, one day John Fetterman saw a black man 
walking down the street. And John Fetterman thought this black man had committed a crime and chased him with a shotgun. This now is the subject of a Dr. Oz campaign commercial that quotes the black man and has news footage from John Fetterman at the time. I mean, there's a mayor with a shotgun and six other cops surrounding me. What else can I do but this? I believe I did the right thing, but I may have broken the law during the course of it. John Fetterman, reckless, risky, wrong for Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's reckless, risky, and wrong for Pennsylvania because John Fetterman the other day said that he thinks it's profound the idea of releasing one-third of the Pennsylvania prison population. He is against life sentences for murderers. He is for the end of fracking in Pennsylvania. Here's more Fetterman. We have a catastrophic bottleneck in our prisons of over 5,000 men and women condemned to die in prison. And many of them, I believe, personally, are deserving of a second chance. He wants people off death row to give him a second chance in the state of Pennsylvania. Did we not just have a sweet, loving, giving mom of two boys in Memphis kidnapped by and murdered by a career criminal who John Fetterman would let that guy out of prison? He's probably fine that that guy was not in prison. Unbelievable. No, it's believable. These are Democratic policies. They don't care about true victims. They believe everyone is a victim of circumstances. No one is a victim of personal decisions. Uh, Here's Carl Rove on the Dr. Oz commercial. A lot of people in Pennsylvania know about this incident. Uh, uh, The then mayor... Uh, saw a black man uh, on the street, thought that he was engaged in some kind of nefarious activity, went and got his shotgun and chased him down. Turned out the guy was not involved in any nefarious activity. Uh, and, and Fetterman was widely criticized at the time. This is fine. Pr- pr- fine. Bring that back up. Remind people that he has bad judgment, that he's reckless. Here's a guy who's against fracking. Most people don't understand. Pennsylvania is one of the great producers of natural gas because of the fracking revolution. One of the, one of the great reasons why America had a moment of energy independence. And Fetterman is opposed to fracking. Here's a guy who said, you know, one of my uh, colleagues said that we could get rid of a third of the people in state prisons, let them out, and it wouldn't affect the safety of our community. And quote, this is a profound idea that he supported. Uh, that he believes in the, uh, the abolition of private health insurance and the Green New Deal. You know, it go on and on. Every liberal progressive nostrum that is out there, Fetterman's in favor of it. He is. And so Oz hopefully will make up ground on it. Now, we end the day with a sad note. The tallest and fastest roller coaster at Cedar Point, Top Thrill Dragster, is uh, not going to be repaired. It's been out of business since it dropped apart and severely injured a woman from Michigan last year. So Cedar Point is taking that out of circulation just prior to its 20th anniversary. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.